Welcome to Sasquatch Podcast, Into the Spooky Woods, a review. I'm Jester, your host, and my fabulous co-host, Big Chungus. And yes, we are still in Spooktober, and on this episode, we are reviewing Psycho, a 1960 American psychological horror thriller film produced and directed by Alfred Hitchcock. This film is based on on a 1959 novel of the same name. This movie's budget was $8,600 I probably said that wrong. Uh, That's fine. Roughly made $50 million in the box office. Wait, at at that time or is it comp? Yes. What? Yes. That's insane. It's it's wonderful roughly runtime is 109 minutes. This film was nominated Wait, for 109 or 149. 109. This huh. this film was nominated for four Academy Awards including best supporting actress and best director. The film was intently considered and controversial and received mixed reviews by audience a word I can't pronounce, and outstanding. The box office Psycho is considered one of Hitchcock's films and is widely considered to be the earliest example of the slasher film genre. After Hitchcock's death, the Universal Pictures began producing and follow-ups three three sequels and a remake and a TV spinoff. Wow. Yeah. This uh, this series gets a gets around. Yeah, like um, I think the the series got redone in the. T- t- I know they redid it. Yeah, I remember something about that. Uh, and that yeah, there was a TV show. Now this it. this movie um, was um, it it started off two people in a um, hotel room. Not the bit. Oh, we should clarify this. This is where the famous Bates Motel started. That whole uh, reference within reference of horror movies is this movie. But the the hotel they start the movie starts in is not the Bates Hotel. Yeah. Or motel. So this movie okay. uh, starts off with Thanks. two a man and a woman in a room, making love, and talking. Is that what that was called? And uh, yes, back then. <laughs> and. Uh, they're just talking about running away with ugly. each other. They want to get married, yada, yada, yada. The guy has to leave on a flight and go back home. As you do. And, As the, you and do. the girl was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I got to no, go back to no work. No, more of this. If we're going to do this, we're going to do this without... We're not going to do this in secret anymore because apparently this like ex-wife alimony on yeah. both... Uh, exes on both sides and yeah. alimony bullshit... And they're like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this as like as a real couple. We're going to real really do this. Yeah, so the they both go their own way. She goes back to work. She works at like a, uh, I think a... Uh, uh, it's like a realty office. Yeah, a realty office. And she, I think she's just like an assistant. I don't think she... I mean, it's 19... It, it, this was... This had to be filmed in 1959. Yeah. But it was... uh, It came out in 1960. But at that time, I don't believe women were realtors. Maybe they were. I don't know. Uh, Just a sign of the way it aged... uh, uh, The way... A sign of the times of the... Yes. God damn it. Yeah, you're welcome. Anyway. Um, And then... um, 
the boss of the realtor um, shows up. Hey, we did the big, uh, you know, I sold this big place, you know, drop the papers. The creepy guy who bought the place comes in, has 40 grand, uh, talking to um, Marie, uh, and, you know, flirting with her and all this stuff, and he drops the 40 grand on her desk, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Then the owner, what the boss was like, hey, can you put this in the bank? Blah, blah, blah. Don't forget to get the deed. She gets the deed. She goes in the office and she's like, oh, hey, I got a really bad headache. I got to go home. She takes the 40 grand and she leaves with 40 grand. Yeah, and 40 grand in the 1960s, as I looked up, was like close to half a million dollars. Uh, it was more like $377,000. But the point is, is that that's a lot of, like, moolah. Moolah. Wampa. Um, so she leaves with the money. Sweet she goes wampa. home. She packs her bags. You see the money on the the, the bed, and she keeps looking at it, looks on it, looks on it. She finally packs all her bags. She leaves. She's leaving town. She sees her boss, and she, you know, freaks out, and she starts leaving. She starts having the anxiety. Yeah. Um, and then she gets pulled over by the cops, more anxiety, freaks out. Yeah, and... Oh, well, she passed out. She slept on the road, by the way. Yeah, and then when she gets pulled over by the cop, who is asking her genuine, generally normal questions, she's all, like, sketched out. And I honestly think it's because her anxiety is like, oh my god, they're on to me. They're on to me. When, in all reality, he's literally just asking her questions. Yeah, the... It, I brought this up when we were watching the movie. Um, I was like, "Wow, that's a it's just a really interesting uh, cop pulls someone over. They're just talking really relaxed, like and having a normal conversation." And you know, don't see that in this era. Don't see that in this era. Most of the time, like you know, a cop pulls over another person, and the person freaks out, and you know, can I see your ID and your your uh, license and registration and you know, he goes over to the cop car and plugs it in. The guy's freaking out, and the cop has to bring out his gun and, you know, bang, bang, shoot, shoot, someone leaves. Yeah, it just it escalates a lot quicker. I think, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a, a sign of the times or something, but it definitely is a way, it's way different in the movie. But yeah, so she gets pulled over. Uh, he, she's just acting funny, and it's literally because she has anxiety about getting caught with uh, $40,000, then goes to... She goes to the nearest town. Yeah, and um, trades in her car. Yeah. Um, the cop follows her. Really, really quick, Squatchers. Uh, I know that we usually say uh, somewhere beforehand. This isn't really a spoiler. I mean, they are spoilers, but they're not because it's 1960, and this is considered, like, a horror classic. So if you haven't seen it by now, really, go go and watch it. It's four bucks on Prime and Voodoo, but um, from here on out, we're just going to start saying basically what happens, because it's really important to clarify this movie was I can't, the, all over I, the I was place. trying to write the plot of the movie, and the, plots, the plot was, like, really, like, uh, it's super really basic. It's, like... Okay, so uh, this person is embezzled the money, goes to the Bates Motel, and that's about it. But um, anyway, uh, so, yeah. She trades in the car. She trades in the car. The officer notices that she traded in the car, but, you know, 
because it's completely normal, just leaves it alone and uh, goes on to... Um, she just goes on her way, uh, and I think that's where she finds... What does she do beforehand that takes her to the Bates Motel? Oh, no, she's just driving. It's raining really hard. And, and uh, so she goes to... Uh, it's raining really hard, and she has to go stop at the Bates Motel because it's late at night. And then she Which just, is just conveniently there. Yeah, and, in and, the monsoon of all things. Yeah, super bad monsoon. And she goes to the base motel. She signs in. She's tired. She's hungry. And she wants food. No, she's actually not hungry, as we find out later. Oh, yeah. Because milk and sandwiches don't cut it around here. Um, so she pulls up to the Bates Motel, realizes that there's a... Uh, the, the, is it a motel? Yeah. Oh, my motel. God. Why did I call it the hotel? Um, anyway, so she pulls up and realizes that the, uh, I guess, motel keeper isn't in at the moment, so she honks a horn, nothing happens, just blares on it, and, uh, Norman Bates comes in, and Norman, and the reason why he's a very, of course, we would remember his name is, is, yeah, massive spoiler, he's the, he's the psycho in the entire, in, in the movie, uh, but moving forward from that, um, so he comes down he's just trying to strike up conversation he's noticing she's still on edge about her weird anxiety that doesn't really exist uh and by by doesn't exist it, it's like it's all in her head what's happening like all these things that people are doing uh that that people are after her so she signs in under an alias uh what was it like maurice summers or something yeah samuel samuels um and uh, she is just really quick to, you know, tell him, no, I'm not interested. I don't want to do any of these things. I just want to go to bed. And he is like, well, okay, if you need anything, uh, just let me know. And she's like, well, actually, I am kind of hungry. Uh, or no, 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 no. She doesn't say that then. Uh, he just is like, okay, well, uh, there's, there's anything else I can do. Yeah, there's a, a diner 10 miles up the road. And uh, I think she, I think he said like yeah, about fifteen miles down the road. It's like it's a big place, diner. It's the place where she's trying to get to his her boyfriend's place because he lives in uh, that place fifteen miles. It's like oh, that's very <laughs> in the place she's going to where her boyfriend lives. You know, place. Well, I can't remember the fucking name of the. Anyway, so um, she goes to turn in for the night, and uh, she he is like is there anything else i can do for you uh long story short um we move to her getting settled in for the night just to sleep it off and then you know wonderful she takes her clothes off she goes in the shower takes a shower then the famous shower scene where she gets you know she gets stabbed she gets she gets yeah murdered murderized um we just skipped a huge conversation but it really doesn't amount yeah to there's really there's a lot of stuff that we're probably going to be skipping because let's just get to the the meat, meat of it potatoes um lo and behold we find out that um uh norman bates is psycho he's completely crazy because he's portraying his mom also yeah, because everyone says, "Oh, I see the mom is in the window. The mom is in the window, and really, it's just a skeleton of his mom. It's more of like a corpse." Um, anyway, so a private investigator eventually catches up with the boyfriend and uh, the sister of her, and he's like, "Hey, uh, 
your sister and your girlfriend uh, stole $40,000 and I'm just out to find her. Like, we can get the money cleared. It's cool, whatever. We just want to know where she is. Turns out that they can't find her. Uh, she's been missing. No duh, she's dead. And uh, so yeah. they, they go and the guy investigates. He ends up dying uh, to the psycho because he wants to go talk to uh, Mother. Mother Bates. That's, that sounds really weird. I don't know why. Um, and then uh, he doesn't get back to the boyfriend and the sister, who then, you know, are freaked out, as they should be, that the private investigator is still missing, is now missing. So they go to the Bates, and uh, they, they go to basically figure out what's going on. Yeah. Again, glossing over things, just trying to speedway so we can get into the review, but it's important that you know these uh, little tidbits. So then... Uh, the sister goes to want to talk to Mrs. Bates, who has been dead for a while, uh, about 10 years, if I remember what the movie's saying. Yeah. Um, and uh, the boyfriend goes to question Norman Bates and kind of puts him on the spot and is like, you know, uh, did you kill, do you know where she is? Do you know, where do you know what happened to the, yeah, the $40,000 that's missing and all that and he's like no i don't I, I whatever he's getting squirrely and it turns out that she the sister finds the mother's um, down in the basement the mother being uh, you know the corpse that's rotted and uh, at the last second norman bursts in dressed as his mother and chase uh, coming at her with a knife only to have the boyfriend uh, tackle him to the ground and save her and the end of the movie essentially is um they say that he had a split personality that made him mother <laughs> lo and behold psycho so uh they the camera goes to norman who's kind of having an inner monologue with himself as his mother because uh, that's what he ends up doing uh, to kind of cope with her loss and again gl glossing over important things but we're just we want to get straight into the review because it's it was a long movie it was definitely a long movie um, but he uh, eventually just is like, yeah, he's completely insane. And uh, it was something like a uh, mother's touch is sensitive enough to never hurt a living thing. I wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, he wouldn't hurt a I'll fly. I'll just sit here and quiet and I won't swat this fly. His mother would never hurt a fly. They won't, you know, think of anything. So anyway, so all that aside we probably just again if we spoiled it that's really weird because you know there's not really a reason to not see this or if you haven't seen it go watch it it'll make more sense yeah it's super classic so now yeah it's like like you said it's the first like of the uh, slasher genre. of this yeah because uh, yeah it's a it's a true slasher well i wouldn't say it's a true slasher that nah, it's it's the beginning. It's the first slasher, so obviously it sets the stage for what a slasher has. But now getting into the review, my initial thoughts about this, it was weird as hell. Yeah, um, it was weird as hell. But also you gotta think back. That was that was the sixties. That's not an excuse. Uh, things were different back then. What about? Oh wait, no, Carrie was made in the seventies. Never mind. Yeah, things were different back then. But, like, it wasn't a bad... Okay, so the the name of the game for this review, Squatchers, of, you know, our, spook, our Spooktober is um, Scary Movies. And this one did have an intense it was more feeling intense, behind yeah, it. Yeah, it was more intense than anything else. It was more, like, 
like you're on the, you're on the edge of the seat most of the time. But you're just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on because there's a this movie like I said this movie was long but it's also like there's it, it's so vague on some points that you're just like I really okay I didn't really need to know about that but I wish I I did now yeah I wish I, I knew more about that like I kind of also like to be flat out honest I kind of wish the movie was a little bit shorter yeah it kind of drag okay so I get that like Alfred Hitchcock makes fantastic movies I get that. But the thing about this that was kind of meh was there was a lot of what I would call the cliche, like, over-dialogue. Like, a good slasher has a good amount of dialogue and, like, death in it. Yeah. And I kind of wish that the sister and the boyfriend had died, but I get why they were still around. But the conversations, like, like the fact that when the boyfriend was uh, talking to Norman, it's like bro we don't really need to have we don't need to watch them have this conversation like yeah. like it's cool that it's part of it but it's not necessary does that make sense no it makes sense yeah um and then like the weird conversations with the uh the guy who's like oh i you know if i don't i don't buy happiness i just buy oh, solutions to unhappiness the guy at the start with the 40 grand who bought the house yeah who was really weird he was he was literally like are you happy are you happy because i can make you happy it's like okay well you're also like 30 years older than her and she's probably not interested but you know we're just gonna gloss over that because it's the 60s that's different times that's just socially acceptable or it was um but so overall you wish it was shorter wish it was shorter so Um, do i i wish there was more death in it yep i'm on with that part i don't think there's really anything else i really wanted from it or was like man this movie would kill if it had this so um so my initial thoughts uh, I know I keep saying this, but it's it's one of those movies where it is a psychological horror because it keeps you thinking about the entire thing. Maybe not in the best way possible. Like, maybe that's not the intention they were going for was the constant, like, hmm, interesting. It was more like, hmm, interesting. Hmm. Because, like, yeah, it was cool watching him dispose of the car. Um... It was interesting that he had no idea about the $40,000 she had. Yeah. But, like, the conversations he had about how she was, uh, like, a bird or whatever and everything, I was like... Ugh. Oh, yeah, like, she's like a bird. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were some weird moments that, like, just... Guess we didn't get the references. It wasn't the references. It just they didn't make. Was, they didn't go anywhere. They were just like. There's a lot of weird pauses. I think. I I don't. know. I mean, maybe like, they were. Maybe they were there for suspense. But I didn't I, feel I, like I, they I, were. I wouldn't say I hate. Okay, so, uh, question: uh, Halloween movie or non-Halloween movie? Oh, definitely a Halloween movie. Okay, but a very niche Halloween movie. Yeah. The reason I say it's niche is because it's not something you now i know i just said squatchers that you need to go out and see this but it's not one of those ones that 
you would go out and see. Like, if Cinemark or Regal or whoever your local uh, theater chain would would have a, a you know a Halloween Spooktober esque like classics run, this wouldn't be your first one that you would want to go see. You would rather go see Scream or Halloween or Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, uh, Friday Thirteenth. You'd want to see those movies instead because those have. I mean, for one, they're in color, but they they get to the they get to the meat and potatoes. You get of them the more feel of Halloween time with those movies. Yeah, while as this one is more just like, it's the, it's just the vibe. It's it's the it's nostalgia. The it's like, hey, yeah, did you watch? It's have, super have you, nostalgic. Have you seen? Um, have you seen? Uh, Psycho. You can be like, yeah, I've seen Psycho, and be like, oh, great, it's a great conversation starter. Um. It's a very, it's an intellectual movie. So I'll give you my rating right now. Um, I give it a uh, seven point uh, seven out of uh, ten pumpkins. That's a lot higher than I would have thought you would have given it. Yeah, uh, once again, it is a super classic. Yeah, no, um, this, that's the weird thing. It's the, like a super it, it, classic. It sits up there with uh, Creature well, from the Black Lagoon. Uh, they came from Mar, or yeah, they came from Mars. Blob, the Blob. Well, no, the Blob. Well, did the is the ball like a fifties movie? I think so. Um, um, you know, the once again, I'm a big old cinematography person. I like the music is really well done. Uh, the the classic the, score, classic movie score, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, the sound is great. The, yeah, that was the, the weird thing. Like, it I was get pretty fucking clear for a black and white film. Okay, so that's the other thing. I get that we watched a remastered version. But the remaster, I feel like, did a really good job at really like nailing what it what they wanted to go for at the, when they first, uh, I guess, uh, screened it like that. Yeah. Because like again, like I said, it it had its moments where it was suspenseful. It was kind of freaky to watch, but it was freaky because it was like it was going everywhere. True. So that's but that's not a good thing in some parts of the movie i wish it stayed to what it was trying to do at some points um and others i was like oh okay that's yeah that that makes sense that's creepy so for my rating i'm gonna be way more harsh and give it a 5.2 okay out of 10 pumpkins and here's here's the reason why squatchers um i feel like even though it's a classic and sometimes it's hard to hate the classics I feel like there was a little too much dialogue for it to be truly great. And and it's because some of the dialogue didn't mean jack to the rest of the entire movie. Like, that initial part where they were talking about, you know, like, oh, let's, uh, if we're going to do this together, we're, you know, we're going to move away and do this. Like, yeah. Okay, well, we don't need this dialogue of you guys planning what you would do if you were married. Um, or the part where... Uh, they were talking about like when they were at the church you know did you guys have breakfast like who the fuck cares just you know like you could have ended that conversation with them going like all right and and the more after church tomorrow we're gonna go to the bates motel and figure it out like i get that artistically that probably wouldn't have like wouldn't have been the same but you could have done that and then probably the final thing for me and it's super like super jaded to say but it's honestly like you could have killed a few more people yeah like i get like the total body count number is like four yeah 
but you only yeah, see you include, two deaths. Yeah, you if you include the two other girls that we hear about at the end of the movie, uh, yeah. Wait, did he kill two more? He, he confessed. Yeah, he killed two more, but it was prior. It was prior. Oh, the okay. So then that's six. The, then he's killed six. What do you mean? Because he killed um, his uh, mother and uh, okay, her lover. Yeah. And then the... The detective and... Um, Marie. Yeah. And, and the two other... Killed, yeah. Okay, okay, I take it back. I take it back. All right, that bumps us up to a 6.3. Okay, okay. So that, that actually... All right, but here's the thing. I would have liked to see at least the boyfriend die. I yeah. thought... Because I thought the boyfriend was a huge dick. Like, and just literally for dick's sake, he just was came off as a huge... Douche. Douche. Um, how this stacks up against like scream and friday 13th texas chainsaw massacre it's not as strong but as like the first entry into thrillers and slashers it's pretty good it's pretty solid but it's got room for improvement however it's what is it it's been what 60 years yeah so it's kind of hard to be hard on it Again, I've got my own criticisms. Um, I don't know. I it's not that this this movie wasn't a good review. It just it felt like. It's, I think it's, we could have talked about more. I think we could have probably talked like it pro- we could have had better conversation if it wasn't so long. Yeah, and that's kind of how we used to do our older podcasts like, where they were so long and eventually. The- movie where it just fucking dragged out i'm like oh because uh, like watching the movie i was like all right so the girl is gonna die here's the sour shower scene all right and then now like, what i i i thought the movie's like gonna end there yeah that but was a weird thing that i it, thought it, it was going to rug on i'm like okay this has gotten a little too long this has gotten a little too long for my taste no, see that was that was like the weird thing too. Was even I was like, "Oh, she dies in the shower, yay!" Yeah. Wait, there's more. Yeah. What do you mean there's more? It's it, it was literally. But wait, there's more, and it was like whoop. two hours later. Man, this movie's not over yet. Yeah, <laughs> like again, not like a bad movie. Just it was a weird one. Um, but as I was saying before, Jester uh, commented. So, the other reason that I take points off is because, like our older episode, our older podcast episodes, we used to really drag on. And now you're more used to our 30 minute to 30 to 40 minute episodes. And we feel like that's a perfect medium. Kind of the same way with movies, except if the movie can continue that, that cycle of uh, uh, death or suspense or what have you. That's why Scream did so well. That's still a fairly long movie. It's about two hours yeah um but it kept the flow going as it is considered one of the best uh slashers ever made um texas chainsaw massacre shorter movie but it it kept the action yeah and the scares up the entire time and that's what makes spooktober spooktober is the scares there yeah it was freaky when the 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 sister turned the grandma around and you see literally a corpse that was freaky yeah i was i wasn't jump scared but i was like oh oh okay that's what we're dealing with we're dealing with a madman yeah but i mean you know uh this might be one of our shorter episodes 
just because there's really not a whole lot that we would change it, again it's hard to be it as a side as a quick side note it's harder to be what would i say constructively critical of older classic titles because they are classics yeah and they're also like 60 and this is 60 years old so it's yeah, times have changed true well it's is it 60 years old 70 no 60 70 doing math oh shit it really is 60 oh gross but uh, anyways uh, i just want to also tell all the wonderful folks who are listening right now thank you for listening and also stick with us because we have two more episodes uh we have three more episodes until the end of spooktober we got two more movies after this then we got our wonderful two episode and one day on halloween yep our uh our treat to your trick for Halloween. And then we got a wonderful um, November Ari lined up. Yeah. Uh, and I will put this in uh, when um, we upload those ones. Those episodes have been kind of sitting around for a while. And it's not that we're just like out of ideas. It's that after Spooktober, we got to take a break. You know, we got to come up with some fresh new ideas. But we did have things that we recorded earlier on, on the earlier on in the year for you and we really are proud of what they are all of our content we're proud of yes uh, except for uh was it the santa claus yeah the santa claus but which anyways. hilariously was our most listened to out of all of our like all of our first time things point is though is that you're gonna have some great content and then as soon as december hits we're getting into the tree lot uh of reviews christmas tree lots of reviews there we go and you're gonna love our revisits of uh home alone 2 home alone 2 we're gonna do home alone 2 we're gonna do uh uh polar express uh what it's... else we'll do santa claus 2 oh, uh i feel like we should jump to the third one because i think the third one was the better no, one no but we have to go down the line ah um maybe we'll do national Lampoon's christmas vacation oh hell yeah this time um yeah i know we made a joke about it last year and it was the the shitters we, the, we, shitters, the pool. shitters pool um <laughs> but uh we got a lot of stuff lined up for december it's gonna be great once again we do uh, two episodes um a week monday and friday at 10 a.m yep pacific well it's 10 a.m so they upload so they'll all come out around like three o'clock out on your wonderful platforms which don't forget to hit the follow button on those Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, or any other pot, any other platform you're listening. Hit that follow button so you can see when we upload brand new episodes. Yeah, and uh, also go to our Facebook uh, page. Yep, that's, Facebook slash uh, Sasquatch Podcast. Yep, yes, sir. And uh, hit that like button, follow us because we do update up there. Yes, and we tell everyone what we're gonna be listening to and as much as i would hate to say this but i really do mean it interact with us we interact with you yeah comment on things tell us what you think we really want to know you guys are as much of a part of this podcast as we are true but that's the end of this review i'm big chungus i've been jester squatchers oh you're gonna say it squatchers have a spooktober month and have a wonderful day Night, evening, 
morning, good afternoon, whatever. Midnight shift. Um, graveyard shift. Graveyard right. shift. Um, I've been s- s- squash, squatch out. Squatch out. 